Hi, authorities. This is called beer. <laughs> Are you familiar? <laughs> Probably not. And welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting to my left is Jake. Can we go already? It's 2.45 in the morning. My eyes are bleeding. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who lied to you. It's Mark. Hello, nurse. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with our Crack and Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it this week. We watch 2013's Banshee chapter, which was uh, came to us via listener suggestion. Um, and uh, Mark, I think you picked it from that? Yes. Okay. Grabbed it from the pool. Yep, Snapped grabbed it from the, the pool. pool. And we will dive all the way into that real soon. But first, we've got to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do Beers for Fears. Mark, this being your movie, why don't you kick us off with Beers for Fears? Notably... Spoilers in the beer territory, too. Good call. Yes, yep. we will be spoiling the 2013 movie Banshee chapter. Fair warning on that. Now, Mark, what are your beers for these fears? This is something that I'm sure will come up later, but this movie is basically just a laundry list of conspiracy theories. Uh, as a result, yep. I am drinking Believer by Ninkasi. Uh, okay. Double red ale. Sure. This, yeah, requires a lot of belief. Not on bad. The part of the people. I don't, it's a hard movie to beer. It kind of is. It kind of is. I had it's pretty a, tough. Yeah, I had a similar structure struggle <laughs> via the structure of the movie. Uh, well, reject your paragon. I ended up going with a double mountain beer called Pale Death. It's a Belgian style IPA, and this is really because there are various sequences in this movie when people are getting dead. Sure, they, they turn all pale and and uh, their faces are messed up, and then they die. Yeah. So well, pale you death. know, it's not terrible. I, I'll tell you what, it is a hard movie to beer. I didn't even beer it. Uh, I am drinking Buffalo Trace whiskey. Yeah. Um, because, you know, this has Buffalo Bill in it. It Um, does have Buffalo Bill. So, you know, he's not playing Buffalo Bill. No, but it's the man who played Buffalo Bill. Yeah, Ted Levine. Yeah. He was also Um, recently in Dig Two Graves, did a phenomenal job there. Quick plug for that movie if you haven't seen it. It's a pretty good one. Awesome. He was also Captain Leland Stottlemyre in the Monk television program. 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 He, so he was also he in Banshee like, Chapter. He looks like Mike Rowe. That's my addition to the conversation. He doesn't look like Mike he Rowe look at like Mike all. Rowe Not even a little bit. You are an idiot. Wow. Wow. Okay. Coming Fuck at me hard okay. based on my opinion. That's nice. That's good. <laughs> You're not allowed to have opinions. I now with, this was America. Uh, with our beers for these fears out of the way, ordinarily we'd move on to what's been rocking our horror world. But uh, gentlemen, I, uh, I have some business right up top. You have some regrettable business. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I said some things on last week's podcast. I, I oh. need to issue a formal apology. Ooh. I've prepared a written a statement? statement here. Okay, good. Um, I'll be reading from my written statement. Uh, <clears throat> this is a formal apology. Hit, hit the mic real quick. Yeah, just, I'll, I'll... Okay. Give it a we're, little... We're ready to go. All right. <clears throat> Clear the throat. Uh, okay. Yep. This is Jack from the A to Z Horrorcast. Last week on the podcast, I made some comments regarding the frequency with which a particular listener tweets at us. I hereby formally apologize for those statements. I take full responsibility for my role in their utterance, but note for the record that my role was minimal because a madman named Mark had kidnapped my non-existent children, tied them up, and left them on some railroad tracks like a cartoon villain and forced me to say these regrettable things. Then, because a different blathermouth idiot couldn't say the right thing and I was supposed to edit that part out, uh, the same madman, Mark, threatened to use his planet-sized laser that he called a Star of Death 
which I wanted to mention was derivative, but again, non-existent children were tied up on railroad tracks, to wipe out the entire country of Norway. Why Norway? I don't know. Listener, you know who you are. I hope you can hum formally accept my humble apology at the insensitive remarks that were made and inadvertence to my editing them out. Understanding that I only said these things to stop a certified donkey-brained lunatic from hurting my immediate family and laying waste to the beautiful and proud country of Norway. End of formal apology. I will now turn the floor over to my attorney and uh, formal representative, Mark, uh, to answer any questions that might be coming from the gallery. Are there any questions from the gallery? <laughs> no. As Give Jack's it time. Attorney, Hold, what, what? Give it time. Oh. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, no, Dead Air plays really well on this medium. No, give so it time. <laughs> really let it breathe. Mark, this was very hard for me to say. Okay. I'm sorry. And now I'm drinking whiskey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there were no questions. All right. With that, uh, listener, we apologize uh, formally. Um, and Mark, I think, certainly apologizes. I'll speak on his behalf. Yeah, Mark really does. Notably, he, this he is really a separate Mark. I would like to point out that I am not a vaudevillian cartoon villain. So, are you sure about mm, that? Questionable. We'll sort that I'm out later. I'm looking at your For mustache now. right now, and I beg to differ. <laughs> I mean, look, <laughs> if I'm waxed. suffering from like minor carbon monoxide poisoning, I might sleek away and like kidnap people and put them on train tracks. But that's not yeah, me, get, man. You know, that's like carbon monoxide. You get real snidely maybe. whiplashy when you're oxygen deprived. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fuck that dirty um, do right guy. Want to talk about what's been rocking our horror worlds? Ah, uh, sure. Yes. <laughs> oh, you should, seem excited. Should we? I want to go first because I am excited. Go. Ah, uh, do. Yeah. So do. So, first of all, I uh, I lost a bet. Yep. Um, I have two movies stacked up in the in the thing uh, in the hopper the that thing. I have to watch. Yeah. Two, two bets. I two lost. Bets. We're yeah. firing um, all cylinders. There, I didn't have like I didn't want to pay all that much attention to a movie. I wanted to have it on in the background, so I didn't go with the one that looked better. I watched, which was the Gracefield Incident. Instead, I watched uh, the uh, the Bye Bye Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this movie isn't good. <laughs> so wait, you watched that because you wanted to have it on the background? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was like doing laundry and stuff yep. like that. I didn't. Uh, I have a similar. Tale to tell. Yeah. Very, very soon. This movie sucks. Um, this movie is a string of tropes. Uh, it doesn't do anything original, and everything it does has been done better in numerous other places. There's no reason I can think of why you would watch this movie. Carrie Ann it's Moss, just, man. It's just bad. <laughs> I, I personally really liked how they just threw trains in for some reason without explaining it at all. I was so confused. Now I'm a lover of trains. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Even ones hurtling towards my non-existent children, but I, uh, I, I don't under. They came out of nowhere. <laughs> and I'll tell you, having read the little story thing from that book that we talked about two weeks ago or whenever that was, uh, th there's no reason for trains. There aren't any trains in the <laughs> I actual that was story. My guess. Bye -bye, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, very confusing. Uh, there was not a great movie. There's just someone on set who really likes trains and thought they were scary. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and apart from that, I also watched The Babadook. Again. Yeah, because I, I was not? thinking about The Bye Bye Man, okay. and when I searched for The Bye Bye Man on Netflix, it says we don't have that on instant streaming, but watch explore titles related to, and the first one up was The Babadook, and I was like, I haven't seen that in a while, I can throw that on the background. How are you feeling about it these days? <laughs> it's, it holds up. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good spooky like movie. movie. Yeah. It has its problems. It's certainly not without its faults, but it's a good spooky movie. Do you think that it's related to The Bye Bye Man purely, like, just phonetically? Bye Bye Baba? Ba? Is that what we're uh, they're both here? vaguely supernatural. All right. That's about it. You took it to a new level, but yep, that's fine. <laughs> so that's that's all I got. Hmm. That's what's been rocking my horror world. Okay. 
I'm gonna wow. jump in because I also lost a bet and I, I needed to pay my penance. This Man, week. Mark's been on been on a heater. I also wanted to choose a movie that I could go ahead and just like throw on while I was doing household chores, laundry, and stuff. I lost a bet to Mark and he made me watch Idle Hands from 1999. Oh shit! I'd seen this movie. Mark's whole thing in making me watch it again was that I make him watch shitty movies from like the 70s or 80s or what have you. So he wants me to have to watch one from the 90s. Yeah. I remember not liking this movie. I stopped doing my chores to watch the movie. Holy shit. I kind of liked it. Wow. I really enjoyed my experience. <laughs> yeah, with okay. This is not a good movie. <laughs> it is a bad movie, but it is kind of a bad, good movie, a good, bad movie. Sorry. It is a good, bad movie. There you go. It's entertaining. There are some names in this. You got Devin Sawa. You got Vivica A. Fox, Jessica Alba. Ooh. Not the greatest performance, but whatever. You got the guy from Twister, one of the guys. <laughs> it's a Isn't Seth Green in it, too? Time. Seth Green's in it. You've got It's a pretty good little time capsule, late 90s piece, man. I mean, you got the fucking Offspring playing a high school dance, and the lead singer of the Offspring's scalp is ripped off by a decap- decapitated, a dismembered hand. Spoilers. Sorry about the spoilers for the 1999 film Idle Hands, listener. <laughs> I'd recommend it, actually. Wow, I had a good time with shit. this. It's okay, vaguely, how'd you watch it? It's vaguely stoner horror, but if you're in the right mindset, and I didn't know, I don't know what that is. I was on a Saturday morning and drinking some coffee and doing chores. Weird. And I got to tell you, I enjoyed it. Weird. So, uh, interesting. Okay. Thanks, Mark. I have I have a few things to say on this. First of which, what level of film quality do you need in order to stop doing chores? Because I feel like I Minimal. need... Minimal. Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> but that's not really, like, that's not just it. Like, that was the first stage of my, like, the revel that I took in watching this movie. I was just enjoying the whole thing. It was like, wait a second, this is kind of entertaining. And all of a sudden, I was slugging coffee and, and like, laughing and smiling and enjoying it. I don't know why. You are okay? gesturing you were very forcefully. I smiled. It <laughs> wow. made me smile. Wow. I lost a bet and I smiled. Good work, Mark. I don't know what yeah, happened. Thank you. Man. How did you watch it? Uh, I had to pay for it, so that's kind of a that's a that's a bit of a drag. I yep. rented it for like four bucks on Amazon. I don't okay. know. It was fine. Okay. I was not happy when I did it, but then sure. at the end I was fine with it. I mean, dude, you got like it's fine. I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's a decent movie, decently dumb. Very dumb. <laughs> okay. But I don't know, man. It'll it'll hold your attention if you're willing to kind of suspend any sort of snobbery, I think. Sure. I, I what is your that. so Mark in in making me watch this? It's because it's a shitty '90s movie. But like, do you dislike this? How long has it been since you've seen this? What are your feelings towards oh, it? It's been some time since I've seen it. Uh, I would recommend it. I probably watched it in like 2002 as the watch, last time. Watch this movie again. Frankly, I think there'll be some nostalgia going on. I made you watch it because I have been kind of trying to evaluate whether or not we want to watch it as a site. And I came to the conclusion that it was probably too shitty for us to spend that much time on, but I still wanted to like have someone weigh in on it. So you are shockingly wrong. I would have done this in a heartbeat. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah. My bad. (laughs) Watch it again. It it is a time capsule. It took me back. Awesome. Yeah. It took me back to like summer vacations when I was a kid. I don't know. Something about it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Perfect time capsule, I think. I'll throw this one back on the hopper then. Maybe it'll come back in a year or two. You're going to be like this idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You're playing the long game of getting me to watch it. You're like, ha, pranked you back. (laughs) Exactly. No, it hit me the right way. The other thing that I've been watching, I'm about halfway through the first season. It's still coming out. I don't know exactly how many episodes there are. So the listener, if you do, you can yell at your yell into your earphones or whatever i've been watching the terror which is an amc original it's a series about it's basically you know 
historical fiction about the icebound expedition for the Northwest Passage, the the ship's something and the terror yeah. that got logged in ice and everyone kind of disappeared. Vaguely Quit. Lovecraftian, right? Uh... To this point, I would say that that is not out of the question. And okay. to anyone who's further than that, you you can answer that better than I can at this point. I'm five episodes in. Uh, I I like what it's doing. I think it's really well made. I like the setting and the idea for doing this. Like, take what happened there and the mystery that is those ships getting long and ice and everyone kind of dying or disappearing or what have you, and mold a vaguely to potentially significantly monster story around that that's cool it really cool yeah. really really cool i like it it's it's period piece ish so if you aren't into that it might not be your bag but is i think thing... it's a very unique setting for a horror piece and i really like that about it so Quit. i am looking forward to watching the rest of this season of the series i don't know how many seasons there will end up being two quick questions yes sir first off is it the tear or the terror the terror so one of the ships is the terror spelled terror like horror Got it. Okay. Yeah. Second question. Hard to enunciate. Where Spoke is Super this? Bear. Where are you watching it? Uh, AMC. So oh, you, just on TV. It's presently you were on. A, like, it's well, if ongoing. you were a cable subscriber, you can watch it. So I log in because I pay, but I watch it on like my Fire Stick TV via the app, and I can just bam, bam, bam. Follow bam. up question. Yeah. Can I have your cable login? Sure. <laughs> Yay! Listener, you cannot. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Just we'll just bleep it out. Just say it right now. Your name. I definitely won't forget please. to bleep it out. I'm really good at editing stuff out. I never have to give formal apologies. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it's Melvin Pasarskowitz at hotmail.com. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty good improv name. Uh, Mark, what's been rocking your horror world? My week has actually miraculously mirrored yours in in content wow. experience. I wow. you watched. Um, sorry, Jack's experience. Um, you watched your top one from last year. I watched your top one from this year, Jack. This year. I watched Winchester. Ooh, Billy. I don't think this looks like a terrible movie. I this think it looks, looks like, like a terrible movie. Was it concept. terrible? Mark, was it terrible? So it's it's an interesting bag. It's it's. I'll say this. It's watchable. But yeah. the thing that is an unforgivable sin about it is the amount of wasted opportunity that they had. Yes, and that's what, yeah. Explain uh, more. So I would say after about 20 minutes of this movie, it could have been based literally anywhere. Like, they just completely forget that they have the entire fucking Winchester house at their disposal. <laughs> they just turn it into a super yeah. generic shitty ghost story. And the thing is, like, the ghost story they inject isn't even, like, one you can invest in. It's See, not... Like, that's... Yeah. And that's such a waste of a really cool concept. And that's the problem I had from the time that I saw the trailer. Like, concept, I'm in. I'm 100% in trailer. I'm like 100% out. Yeah. I got a text from a family member of mine earlier today asking me if I wanted to come watch the wind, come watch Winchester. I said, well, no. Yeah. I saw the trailer. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. So maybe it was better than I'm giving it credit for, but the fact it seemed to me like it focuses way too much on let's be ghosty than on let's take what we have that is this mind fuck of a maze that this person actually committed to build well and there's and also just let it go i mean what i was so excited for was there's a way to turn that into a ghost story really cool but still focused on her insanity and going crazy well you got to make it a bit of a mind fuck totally. because that's what her life was right <laughs> so yeah. i don't know ah, fuck. it seems like it didn't do that right did it not do that it did not do that uh, so, and on top of that like you said earlier jack it takes helen mirren uh, jason clark and sarah snook and just utterly wastes their talents that as well. That sucks, man. 
Yeah, that uh, really sucks. If you don't know who Sarah Snook is, by the way, just a quick plug, go watch Predestination. It's one of the best time travel movies you're ever going to see. Uh, <laughs> don't watch this. Watch Predestination instead of this. That's my recommendation. Very different movie. <laughs> yeah, not horror at all, but still very good. I like it. You got uh, anything else? I also went back and rewatched a horror Dilly. movie that we had seen in the past few months. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, we had some guests over and they wanted me to put on... Well, it was very confusing. They wanted me to put on a lighthearted movie and then insist that it was horror. And then we watched Hell House LLC. A lighthearted Jesus. horror movie is not a Hell House LLC, <laughs> really, but okay. No, it was not, but that's... Explain to me the thought process that went into making that selection. Well, it was... It, uh, I don't know if they were very clear in what exactly they wanted to see, because they immediately also said they wanted to be very scared, so that was just something well, that Well, that's was, not a bad of, one for that. Yeah, exactly. So, wait, that's not that one for that? What are you that's talking about? That's not a bad one for that. for that. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, Dudes, we need to go back and revisit Hell House LLC. On the rewatch, it's just as scary, if not worse, because you kind of know what's happening. Didn't we do a full episode about Hell House LLC? No. no I mean, we've done the equivalent no. at this point, because we've each watched it once yeah. and talked about it in this segment. Hey, I mean, maybe it maybe it gets full treatment at some point. I like I that. Know. Yeah. I'd rewatch it. If it's just as scary, that's a great recommendation. It's, yeah, it's I really probably dug that movie. just as good on the rewatch, so. Cool. Shit. Stay tuned, listener. You'll get even more of this in the future, I'm sure. despite the 40 minutes we've already given it separately yeah exactly yeah should we head to the feature presentation yes yes we should Over at AtoZHorror.com this week, we watched 2013's The Banshee Chapter. Uh, this one came at us via listener suggestion from listener Ty. Ty, thank you for uh, for dropping this one. Mark, Absolutely. you picked it from the pool. Kind of. Um, I think none of us... You picked it from the pool, Mark. Yeah, okay. fuck yes. you. Yes, I did. History None of show. us had any idea what this movie was about. All we knew uh, about it was what Ty said, which I think is that... It's what did you what did you say, Ty? Tell me right now. What did <laughs> I think you say? he said it's like not the greatest horror movie, but it has interesting Lovecraftian elements and it's interesting to watch. Is that what he said? I think so. Is that what he said, Mark? Yes. We put words in your mouth, Ty. <laughs> uh okay. That's well there'll be another formal apology issued next week. But I'm sure there will be. <laughs> I'm sure there will be. Yeah. Um and uh Quite Mark, a few, actually. Yeah. You having picked this movie, uh, are gonna have to hit us with a thirty second <clears throat> plot synopsis and though. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start when you start. Okay, we open with some jabroni named James who's trying to do a documentary about drugs, so he takes some dope from his friends in Colorado, and uh, weird shit starts to happen. There's a radio signal that comes on, and then the camera gets all shaky and disappears. Cut to an indeterminate amount of time later. His BFF, Anne, is making a movie about his disappearance. There's a lot of movies happening at once. Uh, she goes on a journey through a checklist of conspiracy theories centering around MK Ultra and DMT use. Um, long story short, they find a mermaid in a jar. And... Yeah, I got close. They find a mermaid in a jar. <laughs> Good work. You got there. It's like a psychic demon mermaid that may or may not take over your body if you use drugs. Would you like to finish? It might be pill death, Mark. It I did finish. Death. I think you'll find. <laughs> I think the listeners the will ends. find that I perfectly encapsulated... They find a mer- the entire sort of, concept. You kind of, of miss like what happens with said mermaid and said jar. They set it on fire, even though it's immersed in fluid. Maybe it's immersed <laughs> in gasoline. It you also not. missed the whole end of the movie. 
Right? They learned that it can transfer without the drug, and then the... Had nothing to do with it. ...woman well, ends maybe, maybe was... infected. So, yeah, apparently you just transfer it by touch, which doesn't make any fucking... There's a lot of things to talk about. That... Okay, yeah, okay. So we just gotta dive right the fuck into this movie, which means in. we're gonna have to fire through our best segment, what in the fuck <clears throat> subgenre of horror this thing fits the fuck into. I'm going for a supernatural. Bam. Did it. Bam. Yep. Jake? Um, this is probably a contentious one, but I'm gonna do it right now. It has elements of found footage to it for sure. Yeah, it's found kind of footage. Found footage. Found foot <laughs> footage-ish. Yes. Uh so it's kind of documentarian with a lot of like we have pulled together the raw footage from said documentary filming. Yep. So kind of ends up feeling like a found footage film in certain respects, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, mean, I okay, it counts. Count it, Mark count it yeah i think i think it's definitely that um, Great sci-fi sci-fi i did it was it's not fucking sci-fi jesus christ but what in that got, vein sucka? this isn't sci-fi. really a category we have but it does tie in a lot to add to the list add it to the list don't I, add it to the list. okay i will i will he's gonna add it to right the below list. psychotic lover is gonna go conspiracy you haven't even heard what this is conspiracy okay yeah conspiracy cool. subgenre they're they're out there of groups of well, generally the government conspiring against people they know of some terror and they're trying to hide it and people stumble upon it. Sure. Okay. That's shockingly fine. That's, yeah, one me. of the least stupid categories. Yeah. I'm pretty good at this game, you guys. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else. Trees. Houses. Mm, there's definitely houses. There's definitely Radio trees. stations. Number signals. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Is uh, white noise a genre of horror movie? White no, noise. No, it's it's literally Static? the name of a horror movie. Yeah. yeah, I don't recommend it. It's not a good horror movie. No, yeah. no, it's not good. I had a birthday party where we all went to see that movie. Really? Yep. That's a weird thing. Yep. It's <laughs> a really weird thing. <laughs> Which birthday was that? I don't know. What year did that come and out? And why it was in wasn't I invited? I don't know. I went with a gentleman who claimed to be royalty because he his vein made a C on his wrist. What? Do you want to show us where he touched you? <laughs> <laughs> he was a, a, a R Oh, God. Uh, maybe a couple years older. He was 26. Are we it was fine. Are we I was 13. He was 26. It was fine. Got a little dark right there. I, don't I think we're done with the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> what does God. the movie do right? Uh, Captain Leland Stottlemyre. And actually, I don't think that's what it does right. He's a great actor. He does not turn yeah, well, into great performance. He plays a very over-the-top role. It's And it's the tone of the movie is not over-the-top. But his character is so out of place. It's almost like the concept of like comedy. Either you have to be the same person in an insane situation, or you have to be the insane person in a sane situation. Right. He is the insane person in a he, sane situation. But he's playing weird. this like this is a horror comedy. Like this is a parody. Yes. So, it is weird. <clears throat> for this, context, In this listener, particular case. He's playing Ken Kesey. He's just trying yes. to be either Ken he's, Kesey or Hunter yes. S. Thompson. Is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Ty Levine. I don't Ty think Levine? it works. What the fuck? Something Levine. Ty Ty Levine. Levine. Ted Levine. Ty Ted Levine. Ty is who recommended Oh, yeah, I got was, him confused. Yeah, now you have to apologize again. Oh, God. Start I'll writing. issue another statement. Start writing. Okay. Start I'll fucking check writing. Back in I, next I agree with you. I think that overall, he. I enjoyed what he did, but it felt slightly dissonant with what the movie was. It did as not fit. Yeah. But I'm yeah. still potting that as what the movie does right, because having him there was a boon. I think that overall, actually, the acting from... Him and whoever the female lead was. Sorry, I don't remember her name right now. Katya Winter. Thank you. I think they both did a pretty good job. They both did. His character was weird, was weird but he did a good job. Absolutely. Her character sure. actually fit the tone of the movie. And yeah. I liked I liked her. I think she was a pretty good, like, strong lead. She's yeah. a that, badass. It, 
it needed it because yeah. yeah because they didn't really have much else going on they had to have a solitary character that could carry this forward sure so she did a great job totally but totally. yeah so from an acting perspective given the shortage of cast i think that it actually did a pretty good job in that regard yeah 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 mark um i kind of like i hope this is how they set out to make this movie but i like that it hits all of the right like conspiracy theories that you learn about in your freshman dorm room at college you know it hits (laughs) mk ultra hits dmt hits number stations hunter s thompson you got bad trips mixed in i'm flabbergasted that they don't somehow work in like playing music backwards revealing demonic i know dude back masking yeah, yeah. I, they were. Been... I I can almost. I would put solid money on betting that there's a deleted scene where they talk about how jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> hey, I'm just asking questions, man. Yeah. What temperature <laughs> does steel melt at? You know, sheeple. <laughs> at the bottom of a well, there was a boy who had the eyes of a seal. Oh God! Don't get me started on Mel's hole, Mark. I'll be here all night. <laughs> Fuck, my, that's scary. My point is the. The flavor of movie that this is ties in so well with just, like, indulging the side of you that really wants to, like, learn about conspiracy theories. I think we've we've all been there, at least with MKUltra totally. and totally. probably DMT. Yeah, I mean, DMT for for those, let, let's briefly, for those <laughs> not Should we know. dissect? Yeah, let's at dissect. least a little bit. A to Z horror dissection corner. <laughs> conspiracy okay. theories. MKUltra was an actual government project. There is for a like government project years. called MKUltra. Yes. yes. Dude, for 20 years. Okay, so bring, okay, dial it down a peg then. Thanks, Mark. Nineteen fifty-three to nineteen seventy-three. My my favorite, Christ. my favorite Seriously, little. Just gonna keep going. My favorite little factoid about that was that there was an about. offshoot of the MK Ultra program where they were experimenting on uh, the use of these LSD and acid and whatever these hallucinogenic drugs in brothels, and the code name was Operation Midnight Climax. That's pretty awesome. That's a true uh, thing. That actually happened. So you want to keep talking about what it actually was? Well, yeah. So it was actually a program, like like Mark said, where they'd give people LSD and LSD test the effect mind of control. It. They also LSD mind control. I mean, the the movie The Men Who Stare at Goats is based upon the same program, right? To also try to develop psychic powers. People say mm-hmm. all that shit. There's a lot of research into hypnosis. It's actually like. It's a fascinating it's period of real American totally weirdness. Well, and, and because I mean, you you have like. Hitler was legitimately obsessed with the occult and put, yeah. I mean, millions of whatever German money was at the time. Gold bars. Rubles. Rubles? Rubles. No. I said rubles. I combined rupees and rubles. That's from Russia and India. And Zelda. Which is more my <laughs> reference. Okay. I always thought that Zelda was placed in India. Is that not true? <laughs> I, I, well, I figured the it Gerudo was. The Gerudo Desert is in India, I think. Um, in any case, Hitler... Put so many, Mark, what did you say? Gold bars? Oh, gold, oh, good. You Jesus said a joke. Yeah, I thought you actually said, I thought you actually knew a thing. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> into, into research into the occult, right? He was legitimately obsessed with it um, and during World War II and that whole thing. And so, like, kind of out from that, akin to that, was the U.S. government's obsession with this kind of weird supernatural open the brain with LSD shit. And I mean, one of the happened. biggest things about it was that for most of the trials, it was performed on unwilling or unknowledgeable participants. Yes. That's they were a just very sort of given point. drugs. Well, and I think that it actually kind of ties into another thing that I, I liked about the movie is that it opens with raw-ish footage totally. of 
like a literal look into that. Like you got well, Clinton talking about critically, it. Critically, Clinton isn't I talking mean, about it. Clinton's talking about the Tuskegee experiments. Yeah. Okay. Similar, well, it's, similar it's still, in But tone, it's so. still, to that point though, it still opens up the whole conspiracy. American conspiracy thing that this is rooted in. Yes. So they, they took some liberties. Yes. Yes. But it still gets you into that right mindset that this is something that actually happened, which is right. kind of fucked up. Right. And I like that. Well, I like to clarify, that frame of mind from this movie show. did not actually happen. This movie actually <laughs> happened. You know what? That's something else the movie does, right? Is this movie does not open with, or at any point say, this is based on true events. That's, that is something so it good does for right. you, filmmaker. <laughs> that's a, that's a neat pick right there. Okay. That, is, that I, is a neat I pick. have a question for you guys. Yes. I saw this on the IMDb trivia, and I don't think I believe it. Okay. This is a first-time filmmaker, right? It the is. guy who directed this movie. I do not remember his name. Um, Please hold. Blair Erickson. Yes. Blair Erickson. I, I read on the IMDb trivia that Chris Nolan was attached to this at one point. Dude, yeah, there and was that there some names possibly be this, true. supposedly. That cannot possibly be true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Think Chris, of he was big in happened. 2013, right? He had already made it, so. Mm. Like, The uh, Dark Knight came out around this time. Like, he was not about to make the Banshee chapter. Just Banshee chapter. Uh, I think it's it, hard not to say the. I think it's both. Nope. It, it was actually going to be a Batman movie. Oh, Batman, it, it colon. sometimes referred to as the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the is very <laughs> optional. <laughs> The, the um, Mark. I, I think what Christopher Nolan would have done is instead of making the first Batman movie, he would have basically used this plot as Scarecrow's plot to take over Gotham, you know? Just put DMT into the water. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we didn't even the explain the second conspiracy over. theory, DMT, which is a real chemical Yep. that, what, is actually released upon your death, and people say, nope. like... Hold on. Not actually released that's upon a, your death? That's an urban legend. So okay. DMT is an is N-N-dimethyltryptamine. It is technically organically produced in your pineal gland, which they kind of nod at. It's very kind of here and there on whether or not that is actually true. I don't know if it's really been proven. But we do know that it is produced somewhere in the body in very, very minor levels. If right. you take a shitload of it, you go on a religious experience. It's it's one of those things that's been used by people across the world for generations to basically trigger, like, spirit journeys. Right. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, and that's another one conspiracy. A lot of people, you know, because it's the chemical that's released when you die, an infant, whatever. That's all the nonsense yep. horse shit about it that goes around in dorms room. Dorm rooms. If, if you dorms want... Room. Dorms room. <laughs> dorms room, yes, correct. Like attorney's like alarm. Uh, yeah, or alarm's clock. Um, if you want a bigger movie set around DMT, go seek out Into the Void. It's horror-ish, but it basically deals with, like, what happens when you die and your brain is flooded with this chemical. And it's yep. in first person. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 All right. So those are the basic conspiracy theories yeah, upon actually, which the movie trods. Yes, Should we talk about getting... number stations real quick? I want to talk about number stations. Because okay. I think, like, I don't know a ton about these. I've seen plenty of things that discuss number stations. But I love, and I loved watching this movie have that as part of it. That added to the atmosphere so fucking much. Totally. To me. And that whole shortwave radio, I love that yeah, shit. Yeah. Anytime you throw that into a movie, there's some weird thing that happens in my brain where it just clicks and I enjoy it. I'm on board. There were plenty of sequences in this movie where I was enthralled by the fact that existed. Yeah. So yeah. kudos. If you want to get into the history of number stations and explain what those are, please go because it's very, very vague in my brain. Me too. My little peanut brain. Mark? Yes. 
Shockingly, I didn't learn a lot about them when I would listen to Art Bell as a kid. Yeah, I know they existed. Mark, talk about number stations. Number stations are persistent radio stations that exist in the world that you tune in. I think they're usually on AM radio, and they basically are just repeated patterns that are like, I don't know, 30 seconds to maybe like five minutes long that are literally just someone reading numbers or saying like a phrase over and over again yep. or just sort of like white noise. There's... A lot of theories about why they exist, a lot of them are probably just hobbyists doing bullshit. Some of them might be governments communicating to spies within a country. That's a possible conspiracy theory, but they're out there. You can probably tune into a couple of them right now. They do exist. They're weird. There are legitimate people out there that, like, track these things and are trying to... They're the people with the yarn on their walls trying to decipher things. Though you? I want to just give a quick shout out. There is a notable episode of one of our friends who does Death, Dying, and Other Things, that podcast. Justin Buskey. Good man. Justin Buskey. There's a really good episode that is based around number stations. It's and a really cool episode. Them, so yeah. I would recommend checking that one out if you have not already. Check out every single one of his episodes. Yeah. It's goddamn great. The name um, of that I... episode in particular is. And Mark, what is that episode now that we've looked it up? <laughs> uh, it's episode 12 ghost stories it's the second of two stories he tells things right. are shockingly hard but listen to every fucking episode of that show because it's sublime it's really good They're good pre- job um, Justin yeah we're here for you but good I'm fans. here to tell you that there are people who go to great lengths just to do things they think might be creepy and fuck with people oh totally uh, I've been that person oh yeah Max Headroom look that up College Max Headroom happens. is so terrifying Max Headroom is awesome I love Max Headroom but uh, in college, a particular, I think he was a roommate of yours at one point and a roommate of mine. He milled a He's like 140 a pound sphere of metal. I don't remember exactly what metal it was, but he it was a, a giant, lot. perfectly milled he, metal sphere. He did a lot of things. And there. we decided to try and backpack that up into like a way remote mountain lake area and leave it atop some rocks just so people would find it and be terrified of it. Because like, who would spend three days hauling in this enormously heavy metal sphere for no fucking reason? It must, it must be, be aliens. aliens. We did that. Yep. We were hoping it was going to get in the newspaper or something. It never didn't. did. Yeah, well. No one gave a shit, Jack. Yeah, we tried. You guys are idiots. Ah, it's a good time. You got taken for a ride. I mean, worst He's case scenario, smart we're, man. Worst case scenario, we were backpacking. We just had an extra 140 pounds with us. Yeah, it just sucked. <laughs> you got taken for a ride. He he clearly, if you steal his journal, he's like, dude, I'm going to trick these people that lug 140 pounds journal, of metal dude. into the wilderness. Oh my God. This guy is the, the he's a, he's a special guy. I love you No too. one, well, well, let me ask you this. Is anyone as dumb as he appears to be? Huh? No, that did you honestly, get? I think, did you get Rutherfordid? I think he is the ep- epitome of Rutherford. <laughs> uh, anything else the movie does right? Yeah, the the scares, yeah. the shock scares of like cut to someone and they're just disfigured, which is a great transition point. I think I agree okay. with you. Okay, I agree with you for sure. Uh, this movie it does rely heavily on the jump scare by disfigurement. Totally. But most of the time, it really does work. Yeah, and, and really when we're talking work. disfigurement, it's a person's face, their eyes kind of usually missing blood, dripping and from their And in particular, eyes. it's the first one and the last one. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting... I'm going to get into more of this. I was not expecting what I got with the first one. Okay. You're talking about the, the one at the very, very beginning, right? That you yeah, see the for very, very beginning with... What was his name? James. By the time... Like, I was expecting something because of the way it set it up. Yep. And I'm going to get into something here very quickly as we transition. But what I got, 
I was not expecting. So that was good. And then the last one I was totally not expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. cool. I agree with you for sure. I think that the jump scares, it was jump scare heavy movie for the most part landed and cool. Yeah, and you're right. That's a really good transition because the jump scares, it's it's the kind of thing where the jump scares are effective, but it also dependent on them. It doesn't really build a good thing in between. It relies so heavily on what you can't see. Yeah, and that's uh, why I think this is kind of a, overall, I think it works, but I'm also going to, I think it's noteworthy in the what the movie does middle territory. If we're going to continue to abide by that category because this movie doesn't really do anything else. that is a <laughs> subversion of your expectation with jump scare. When you're a jump scare heavy movie or when you're going to utilize a jump scare, I expect something that at least one point at one point is going to be a false climax. And this movie, it's very telegraphed i think yeah. you're expecting it it happens sometimes it really does work like i mentioned with the first one and the last one but a lot of the time it's like okay there's a jump scare coming and then it happens and it leaves me the feeling of eh yeah and that's why i think it's something the movie does middle but it's just something that i wanted to note because a lot of the time it's fine but one or two times it shines so you good, know what those good transition point you know what those scares remind me of um <clears throat> i know what the- one scare reminds me of what the desert scare was a cheap lake mungo absolutely i have that same thought okay yeah i buy that uh Which is- any of the ones either either of the two you're you're referencing are yeah, first or a copy paste of the jump scare from exorcism of emily rose which that movie sucked okay. but okay. the jump scare in that movie still kind of sticks with me to this day because it huh. fucking terrified me because you weren't expecting it though, right? Because I wasn't expecting it, yeah. yeah. But also the the what they do in that movie is almost exactly what they do in this movie. Right? Yeah, and that movie you're not expecting it because that whole movie is very, very Christian and like such weird Christian imagery until the point where they actually get scary. Yeah, but it hadn't really even done anything yet. She was just sitting there in yeah. a classroom, and then all of a yeah. sudden, boom! <laughs> Spoilers boom. for Emily Rose. My bad. Not here to see that. No, I mean boom. The spoilers are boom. Yeah, <laughs> something happens. <laughs> Uh, here's something the movie does middle. Okay. The whole relation to H.P. Lovecraft. Right? It's, oh my god. It's heavily played up. Uh, they yeah. reference him by name. Ty, you told us about it as vaguely Lovecrafty, and it's the first thing in the Wikipedia page. The director said he wanted to make like an homage to H.P. Lovecraft. And that's fine. And it is. I mean, it is vaguely Lovecraft. You're hitting more inflection points, which I like. We're about to go into what the movie does wrong. So continue yeah. saying, and then I'm going to jump on it. It is vaguely Lovecraftian. And I think they do an okay job of that. It's in the middle because they then fuck it up by just reading the literal line from Wikipedia of HB Lovecraft's fucking stories. Like it's crazy. It's ex- that was my, what it does wrong inflection it- point. <laughs> the, there is a literal Wikipedia line reading. And I am an asshole for looking at this of yes. From Beyond. Look, and, and From yep. Beyond is one of my favorite H.P. Lovecraft stories. Yeah. But hey, as we go through these and we research the movies, Your links are clicked and things are read. And what was said about the H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft story from as beyond. that monologue happened was the literal Wikipedia it's... description of From Beyond. And so any credit you got for alluding to Lovecraft or getting homage from Lovecraft is absolutely ruined by just reading a fucking line from Wikipedia about one of his stories it was that awesome. you got 
Totally wrong, by the way. Like it this was awesome. This is more similar to a lot of H.P. Lovecraft stories. This is, I mean, th- this is only from beyond in but, terms of. Te- but imagine on set Ted Levine reading Wikipedia. <laughs> Here's your script today, Mr. Levine. It's Wikipedia. Oh, That's what happened. God, That's what happened? Jeez, do you think he, you think he read Levine, the footnotes but... too? <laughs> Probably not. I, I have a question. Which is be... a professional actor. Which would be a bigger issue if th- them starting this with based on true events or them starting this with based on a book by H.P. Lovecraft called From Beyond? Yes. So, I mean, that, both that one. <laughs> but it's also, it's it's not a book, right? It's, it is a short story. It's not even a novella. Like, it is a Whatever. legitimate short story. Jesus Christ, Jack. It's one of his best short stories, man. You're it's really such splitting a... hairs here, bud. But yeah. but it's important because the why where this movie differs from the story is kind of why this movie sucks. They took the most obvious parts of the short story, beings from another dimension you can tune into when this part of your brain is activated. They left out all of H.P. Lovecraft's nuance, which is the scientist created a tuning fork that can stimulate this part of the brain. The other dimension is unaware of us. But And so when this guy becomes aware of the other dimension, they become aware of us. And so they're not chasing us. They're not trying to come through. He was never doing it as an invasion okay. story. Okay. It's, and, and this but are is you just suggesting invasion. it needed to add that? I'm suggesting if you don't just take the most... Don't read the Wikipedia page for H.P. Lovecraft. It felt like and they shoehorned that. Lovecraft in yes. at a certain point. But I think that's also... You know, Ty mentioned it's vaguely Lovecraftian. And it is. That it, part's on the nose. The rest of it, I think, is much more on the conspiracy side like we talked about. Well, but, but like I said, there are a number of other Lovecraft stories that this bears a closer resemblance to. Yeah. So there so, are a lot I of guess, areas where there is vague Lovecraftianism. Yes. I think that what he said in that regard is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. That particular point, when Lovecraft comes into play, is done quite poorly. It's and that's terrible. why I think that it's something the movie does wrong. I'll, I'll agree with that. Just to just to put a button on that part. That's why I put it in the middle, right? I like the allusions to Lovecraft. Yeah. I don't like the... And now we're alluding to Lovecraft. That was that was ruthless. <laughs> so Hi, I guess my in, name in is fairness, actor Ted Levine, and here we is, are about to allude to H.P. Lovecraft. It is vaguely Lovecraftian, but the manner in which they they allude to Lovecraft is exceptionally on the nose. Is what you're saying? Correct. Yes. Got it. Yes. yes. Nailed it. I have one other thing before we before we fully transition to does wrong. Really, the general level of darkness in this movie really got fucking annoying after a long time. These people have flashlights at all times and they refuse to shine them on anything. And I I get, I don't, I don't think this is what it does middle. I had this squarely in what it does wrong. You can't see anything. So the reason I have it in does middle is because it's very clear what they're trying to do. They're trying to like not expose their budget and kind of tiptoe around. So they're able to leverage something that's scary without actually showing something that's scary. And when you do that, I'm inclined to give you points for it. So but much leveraging. When, when you have people who know that there's something under the stairs, they're holding a flashlight, and then they just explicitly don't shine the flashlight under the stairs and shine the flashlight yeah. everywhere else, that is a fucking problem. <laughs> don't hey, do after that. Ted Levine, just shine that flashlight around wherever, but don't point it here. Oh, yeah. that that It really started to grate on me after a while. One or two instances, that's fine. Every single scene in the movie... Probably not fine. Look, that man's a slave to the page, Mark. He follows direction like nobody else. He also looks like Mike Rowe. He does not. That is, you are gonna have Jeez to move past grapes. that. He couldn't look less like Mike Rowe. <laughs> he looks a lot like Mike Rowe. What does oh this movie do wrong? God. You should watch Dig Two Graves. He looks, they dressed him up to look like 30 years older than he actually is, and it's a weird uncanny value. He's already situation. pretty old. He's, like, he's already 30 years older than he is. 
That's Excuse a helpful me. statement. Do you want to bet on that? Do you want to bet? That he's 30 years no. older than he is? Yeah, do you want to bet? I think I'll win. <laughs> I don't think we have any way of proving that. Mm. Unless there's some type of time loop. What does this movie do wrong? Say some things. We already were in that segment. Every okay, actor we'll who isn't back. Ted Levine and the main woman whose name I've already forgotten. Which has not many actors. But the ones that are there are bad. There's like four people in this movie. They didn't say a lot. There was like the redheaded one. Who was doing drugs? Yeah, just to do drugs. I she didn't need to do anything though. I didn't care. She was terrible. I didn't care. I was so it was so easy to get over that for me uh, because of how it, over the top Ted Levine was during that yeah, part. Actually, yes, he yeah. was stealing the show with his ridiculousness. <laughs> he was. So it, he was chewing fuck it up. You man. very much. It's like, <laughs> he was dude, chewing it up. Oh my god! Yeah, it really did not matter. The whole redheaded girl, like right. she just was a eva- like evaporated into for, the either. I alluded to this with my intro from Mark. Did but, you? But he goes as over the top as he is throughout the whole thing. He takes it up another step when he's revealing to her that he never actually gave her the drug. And he says, I lied to you. It was so good. It's like in a movie that's already obscenely over the top. It's way, it's, oh God. For sure. Yeah, Uh, he was, he was one of my notes. I do not like that character. I'm sure he's played fine, but anytime you're doing a caricature of a person who themselves were a caricature in Hunter S. Thompson or Ken Kesey or whoever you think he's trying to be, it just comes off as way too much. Totally. Yeah. And and it's hard because he is like, he's in like 70% of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Dude. There's a, you, you, I think that that is, that is going to be the make or break point. I think with this film for you because of the sheer volume that he is in. If you don't like how that hits you, you're probably not going to like this. If but, you do, then sure. But, like, regardless, I mean, we all acknowledge that even if you like him, it doesn't fit the tone of the movie. It it doesn't really, but I was intrigued enough by his ex- eccentricities <laughs> that I was okay with it. Okay. I was willing to let it slide. Okay. So, that's what I'm saying. Um, I put the effects in here. Uh, in what the movie does wrong, I think... Really? Yes, for the most part, there there are a couple of things where the people with their eyes missing look okay, but again, we're talking about a super blurry, bad handy cam shot at that point, when it looks okay. Well, I mean, that's like what Mark said, though, about, like, hiding your budget. It's... But... But... It's evident that they're hiding their budget. They don't do it in a way that, like Mark said, with the flashlights... It's it's it is very evident that throughout most of this movie they are avoiding showing you the things they're talking about because they can't do it. And then when you add to that the times when they do use effects, like the fire at the end of it, and it's the oh, worst. Yeah, the fi- I mean, it's the fire kid picks. You remember kid picks, like for the old Windows program? It's kid picks fire. The fire looked bad. It's I'll, I'll give you that. Terrible. I don't I remember know if kids I'm gonna bop. give you. I don't know if I'm going to give you the other parts because I do think that there's a line you have to draw with like, this is what you have available to you. And we already said this is a jump scare heavy movie. And the way they establish that and the time they spend on those scares, like one of the ones that comes to mind for me, I mean, first there's the Lake Mungo scare, which is about a half second. If you were to pause it, probably doesn't look great. There's also the scare that's in the same facility where she's running down the hallway and there's the flashlight and she sees like tentacle monster. If you pause it there, probably doesn't look great, but at least they did it. They did it. It doesn't, like, stick with me as being, like, that thing looked terrible. Or it doesn't stick with me as being, that thing was a CG piece of shit. But you're talking about And even if you you Google the name of this movie and you look under the images tab, one of the first things that shows up is the very last jump scare of the movie. And it looks good, even in freeze frame. I don't think that there was much that looked bad to me. Well, but what I mean is those are two scenes that looked good. In a... 
actually not that long movie. A movie. This is another. It was an hour, this, this is a tight ninety. Spoilers so, for another thing. I think the movie did wrong, but um, it was Jack? it was a tight eighty six. But what's wrong? Well, hold on. What this I am movie very confused by the thing has one of the most baffling pacing of any movies I've ever seen. Really? Are you? The, I think you're backdoor making a very good argument for what for for judicious <laughs> lack thereof. Yeah, I really do. I no 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 no. So what I'm saying is. <laughs> And it's it's it should be judicious like thereof, but the pacing of this movie I think betrays that a little bit. So ordinarily, when you have a couple of really good scenes and the rest of the scenes are devoted to avoiding showing you that they don't have the budget, that's good judicious lack thereof. But this movie, it felt like years in between the two good scenes. It felt like I'm just staring at a dark hallway where I can't see enough for an hour and a half before I see something that looks okay again. So I don't. I didn't buy the judicious lack thereof that well. It so felt my forced. read on that is more, and that might be more pacing than effects. My read on that is actually more to the discussion that we were having about how that this is such a jump scare heavy movie that you expect and you know, and then you receive each thing that's happening. There's no subversion, so it almost feels like a bygone conclusion. You don't get a lot of sequences that. I think this what you might be saying is that it's hurting it in the immersion category because you're already able to understand what's coming. Yeah, I think I'm potting it in the wrong More category. More so than yeah. like the pacing of the movie or the length of the movie or the effects. I, 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 I disagree fair. with the effects thing. I think the effects were fine. I think that's fair. I, I think agree. That's fair. If I if I intellectually just think about a hypothetical movie with a couple of good jump scares yeah. that does a decent job of avoiding showing you too much in the interim, it so should... I don't really know where to pot that because it's not necessarily pacing. It's not. It's pacing. definitely not effects. It's pacing. Is it pacing? Yes. It's the they just do jump scares and they don't subvert and you know it's coming and, and the scenes it, in between feel like years. Where does telegraphing fall? Mark and listener. I don't think it's only telegraphing. I, I mm. genuinely have a problem with the pacing. That's what I was going to say. The My next... biggest issue was telegraphing. I mean, probably just immersion. Movies. But this, oh, yeah. you're you're making the you're making the argument for X Factor, which we've always just putted into overall. Yeah. The reason we have an overall category is because the sum of the parts isn't always equal to. Wait, the outcome isn't always equal to the sum of the parts, or something like <laughs> that. So I don't right. know how. Those Unless you're work. Jake from like two years ago. Hey, oh zinger. Yep. Yeah, you really that nailed a, that. Was a good burn. I really, really good yeah. burn. Uh, Mark, I'd like to revisit something you said earlier. Okay. Kids Bop. Do you think I was talking about Kids Bop with fake fire? Sure. Why? <laughs> I mean, in a way, if they cover, I also if they mentioned cover, it was like, a, a really Windows hot mixtape. You know, that's fake fire right there. I oh, also mentioned Jesus. it was a Windows ninety five program. program. I was unaware program. of the program you were referencing, and I hadn't program. said anything in a while, so I felt like bringing up Kid Bop. Kids, wow. well, kid bop. Kid bop. Kid bop is just a thing you do in your spare time, Mark, and nobody wants to hear about that. Oh, no. Uh, kid Picks was like a program. Wait, do we have to have an intervention on this guy? <laughs> we should pop a quick Are you bopping kids? Mark, are you bopping kids Move again? past it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He wants us to move past it. I'm going to jot that one down. We'll talk about We're going to have to revisit more. this one with the authorities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. God. If the authorities listen to this, we're in some fucking... It's fine. Jesus the authorities Christ. are fine. Look, we're going to have None of us are ever running for president. No, the... Uh, hi, authorities. This is called beer. <laughs> are you familiar? <laughs> Probably not. Jack, you're the legal expert. Would that, uh, would that defense work in a court of law? You no, know, no, I no, like no, no, Your Honor. I only had eight beers that day. <laughs> uh, yeah, being drunk is a complete defense to every crime. Perfect. We live in a utopia. 
Anybody else have anything the movie does wrong, or we want to go to the nitpick station? I think we might be heading that to train the rolled in in a shockingly crashing fashion. You did a Doppler thing there, or tried to, I think. Yeah, no, that's just how my lungs work. Next episode, listener, there'll be a Doppler thing. Trust us. Trust us. I don't know what a Doppler thing is. Uh, this might be maybe this belongs more in what the movie does wrong but after he just just raw exposits to her over the radio about what's happening she repeats the literal same exposition back to him about what's happening he's like here's what's about to happen yeah exposition and then she says here's what's happening and i think it's the same line (laughs) it's so bad so the script might not be the best (laughs) the script might not not be the best. best It might not be the best. The reason I didn't put that in what it does wrong is because it only happens once that I noticed that it's literally like a mirrored repeat. Okay. No, oh, you want some takes on exposition? Tune in to next week's episodes. We'll uh, we'll come back to that, which we may or may not be recording in like a half an hour. Holy <laughs> diva! The um, this is something well, we need to talk about. I don't, the, again, it? maybe does wrong, maybe does nitpick, depending on how you l- look at it. The transition from actual stock footage to, like, found footage. Yeah, okay. And also the intercutting of mixed footage with flashback footage. Th- it's it's so jarring. There's so many things happening. I, that was my nitpick prime, too. I had a line in here that was in my notes that was basically like, I cannot follow this format to save my life. <laughs> like, it was very jarring at times. In addition, yep. uh, they I totally agree. It's yep. bad. And then they also transition to well, what are clearly VHS tapes on old shitty monitors, but it's somehow in widescreen format. They don't change the aspect ratio when they're switching to old sur- security camera footage. Mm-hmm. Jack, they stretch the VHS to show the But it lighthouse. isn't stretched. It isn't stretched. Oh, no, 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 no. They just change a- the tracking. They're in, a, they're in a thing and they turn a knob you and then a fly the comes knob. out. You just, you turn the knob, you turn the knob farther than it can go like the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes it work. And the screen gets really blue. Yep. Yeah. And that's when Jack arrived at the reference that we were trying to get him to arrive at. Takes him a minute, man. <laughs> I feel like this movie today. really loses movie. focus on its like initial narrative of James. You can yeah. like he's just why why even have him in the movie? I don't understand. Well, so I, I kind of like that. I, I actually kind of dug that. Like, well, the, it was the you cold think open. he's the hero of the movie. It was the cold open. But then no, now she's just on a thing, and now it's, she's just trying to solve a mystery. Guys, it's the exact same thing that the ring did. With that initial oh, duo of girls. It really is. You like arrive at them and they're watching the movie and you're like, okay, we're gonna follow these chicks for a while, and one of them dies, and the other one ends up like as a sort Crazy of person. Chekhov's insane girl later. Yeah. Does it's she a come very back similar later? situation. Yeah, they see her later. Oh this yeah, like not quite as yeah, cute yeah, as Naomi Watts, not that that matters or whatever. But, but it's a, a similar situation where you start with a guy, you're following him, but he's almost immediately cut out. This one actually had a title card, so you knew it was a cold open. Yeah. It's a similar... It hits me in a similar way, at least. Yes. So, similar vein nitpick. They never really establish how long it has been since this kid disappeared. And I think, actually, at one point, they may have used the term years. But his house (laughs) is still completely undisturbed when she goes back to it. (laughs) Nobody's been worried about it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just a crime scene. It's been a crime scene this whole time. Yeah. Missing man. No one came in. But but they have been cleaning it. So someone had been doing something. They don't they don't do like one of those estate sales. Nothing happens. Nothing. It's fucking baffling. 
Yeah. That's a good point. That's a great nitpick, actually. I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> uh, here's another nitpick. When they go to that bunker, yeah, the interior of that bunker looks remarkably like a soundstage. Like <laughs> hollow core doors on standard frames, just like... That's where the budget shows through. Absolutely. Fucking just talk about drywall walls. Like, look, we, we all... When we went to high school, there it still exists. There was a bunker near a country club, right? That people had land parties in, and then also people claimed to have fight clubs it was fight in. Club. Yeah, yeah. It was a fight club. People claimed about fight club. We wanted to go so many times. I know, I know. I didn't know the right Regardless, knock. we've all been in that bunker, and you know what a bunker looks like, and it's not like the interior of an apartment. And uh, the interior of that <laughs> I gotta bunker tell looks a lot like the interior of an apartment or a soundstage you could throw together with some drywall and a door frame. Yep. Uh, that really bothered me. <laughs> Jake, did you ever try the shave and a haircut's two bits that that knock? That probably would have got us in. I might have tried. Oh. We never got up the courage to go to Fight Club. No. We just talked about I it didn't, a lot. I didn't, the first rule of us and talking about Fight Club was Don't that go to we Fight were not going to go to Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Dig yourself through that <laughs> reference. Just... Just brag about going to Fight Club. Don't actually tell everyone. We never you said went we went club. to Fight Club. We just talked about how there was a Fight Club there. We did brag about talking about going to Fight Club, though. Yeah, we were consistent. <laughs> we were we were liars. Okay. Also, we were liars. Dun dun dun. What was the importance of identifying the guy as an NSA agent at the beginning? I feel like this just ties oh into God. the general conspiracy theory None. thing. But yeah, that uh, actually that that was it. Let's just conspir- to like it was less do conspiracies, it? guys. Yes, some that was some it. low level dude who works for the NSA is now tied into this global conspiracy. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Well, I mean, I'm <laughs> glad we're that's lit- that's literally the only thing I can think of. Um, this is a nitpick just with the overall story of this movie, and it kind of ties back into the stuff I was talking about with Lovecraft earlier. These are extra-dimensional beings that are just consistently after us, and this drug makes you see them sometimes, but regardless of whatever we're doing with the drug, they're interested in invading the dimension. Yeah, we didn't really get into the whole touch you part. Touch. There's no rules. It's just like, there are... Well, I was confused by the rules. There aren't any. Well, and also, if we're to believe that this this guy, whatever the guy's name is, played by Ted Levine... He's been matter. he's been affected by this shit for decades, literally, and he's only ever touched like one other person. What? Yeah, yeah. It's Captain Leland Stottlemyre is the character he plays. I think. My um, bad. Buffalo Bill. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like these. What? What? What is these? What is the extra dimensional beings' purpose? What is their capability? Like they want to be here. They clearly can, but they're gonna wait decades and then just arbitrarily decide now I can. Dude, I don't know. <sighs> I don't like it. Maybe it has something to do with the amount of drugs you ingest. But he ingested, like, so many drugs. Yeah. They forcefully uh, injected him with fuck. much drug. Much <laughs> drug. Much is drug. Uh, my next note is about how the fire is so Yeah, the, bad. Well, that's not a nitpick. That's just it was bad. Yeah, we've touched we on that. I have two more nitpicks, both, are, both around the same scene. Okay, let's talk about that. She scene. is in, so the main chick, whatever her name is, Anne, goes into the bunker of the lady who is making this shit who died already, whose name was Callie, the organic chemist. Yeah. First off, if you're an accomplished organic chemist with a degree, maybe don't store your live brains that you're extracting chemicals from on a wooden slab and then just like leave. Yeah. It's <laughs> probably, uh, I mean, that's, but that, Mark, look, that's scientific protocol. She's following protocol to the letter. You're going to get dust on the letter, Mark. To the letter. Um, Along 
those same lines, you aren't going to get shocked from a magnetic charge. I'm so confused about what happened in that scene. I mean, magnetism, I have no idea what they're going for. Magnetism can induce an electric current and slash. But he's saying I wasn't shocked. It wasn't electricity. It was magnetism. Maybe he has like a metal hip or something, and it like so it would pull him, but it's still not a shock. It's shocking when your hip gets pulled. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my it's God! It's an emotional shock brought about by a magnetic pulse. That's what he meant. Okay. That was bad enough that we, I want to go to ratings. We got no there. last I, thing. Last thing. Oh my this God! Is I, have, I have another thing. I have another thing. You know, uh, what? Because I had I had two nitpicks about the girl going into that basement. If you are watching a video of someone coming downstairs, how do you not look at the fucking timestamp until it's all done, only to realize that it was eight minutes ago? Really stupid. Really stupid. That's all you have to say about it. Okay, the, cool. I the thought timestamp was, be more was the first thing I look at all the time. Like, especially, yeah, so literally. she opens the folder, she scrolls through however many fucking files, and she clicks on the one, clearly because it had a recent timestamp? I would guess. I'm assuming she was aware of the timestamp, or she was just clicking a random fucking video, only to open it and be like, oh, this actually happened eight minutes ago, and it's down here with me. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, this might speak more to me in the state I was in when I watched this. You had dropped the DMT. Do you care to describe that state? (laughs) (laughs) Touch and go? Totally sober. You were touch and go. 100% sober. How did she get from the bunker to the police station? It kind of just cut scenes, and then she was at the police station. Huh. <laughs> Can either of you guys answer this? I can't answer it. Yeah. It's I just mean, like driving? I, no, she drives. It shows her driving to the bunker. She probably took a paraglider. But then it just, like, transitions, and she's at the police station. Hot air balloon? Is that what you said? Hot air balloon. That's yeah, what I'm sure. saying. Did she go to the police station to tell them there's a bunker? Wouldn't you? Uh, I don't think so. At that point, enough supernatural shit had happened. Her missing friend's clothes were everywhere. Like, look, she is beyond... this. We talk about this a lot. She is beyond the point of accepting that we're in the normal world here. So, at that point, I'm either... Look, I'm thinking one of two things. This is legitimately supernatural and I'm getting boned. Yeah. Or... I'm losing my fucking mind and I've killed this person and I'm getting boned. Either way, I'm not going to the goddamn police. I'm going to go figure something else out. I mean, or either way, large government conspiracy, probably not going to be able to don't break go this to the... chestnut open by going to the local police station. Don't go to the police. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to fight and... conspiracies, man. Ah, fuck. Okay. It's hard to let's, be an enemy of the state. Let's go to ratings. We over at Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how the Who would rate the difference between the new boss and the old boss. Meet the new boss. Same as the old boss. And for 10, think of how B-Rabbit would rate the level of niceness of Clarence's parents' marriage. Hey, Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. Stories, the first category to rate this movie is Mark. Your fucking pick, your fucking story. My fucking pick via listener. Uh, five and a half. This is basically Mark. Average. You're gonna have to issue a formal apology next week. What? We said the listener a lot, and not even the person you picked. For it. your behavior, and for what you did, making me say those things I did last week. Yeah. 
I feel like we've already issued a public apology for what another Mark, not me, made you say last week. Look, also get a carbon monoxide detector. And listeners, public service announcement, get a carbon monoxide yeah, detector. It should be the silent killer. Oh, actually, good point on that. Also, the carbon monoxide detector should be like at one of the lower levels of your house. Carbon monoxide sinks. It doesn't rise. Don't put yeah. it in the same place as your smoke detector. That's bad. Yeah, right. Totally. Don't get one of those combo joints. Those are a yeah, scam. Yeah, those are a scam. Yeah. Yeah. Also, really maybe point. just I'm, get I'm like some, some small animals that run around on like the floor so that if they die, you have like a flag, you know, just. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Get, get to leave trash on the floor for the mice. Yeah. If I you find mice, that Listener, means you have a carbon monoxide problem. We rated the movie, right? We did it. Let's get the fuck Guys, out of here. Guys, we did it. Cool, good job. Okay. This has been... Uh, <laughs> I gave it a five and a half. I, I actually kind of like the story of this. The way it takes... So you, the, I mean, the, the direction it goes, in general, is pretty good. However... Knocking However. it heavily for being so fucking on the nose with this is based on Lovecraft and just blatant huh. expositional telling us telegraphing where it's going. Look, I I gave it a three. Wow, uh, I don't like it. It it is Lovecraft, but it's worse. It's or I don't it like better? the story. It, it's a very... This story has been done a thousand times, right? The Lazarus Effect, a drug gives you sp- secret powers, something happens... Well, the Lazarus Effect is shit. So are so many things. This is better than that. Is this just Limitless? This is pretty much just Limitless, but a horror movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, like, I don't mean it's... It's certainly not as bad as the Lazarus Effect. Few things are. Uh, but it's it's that same story. This is This is a drug that unlocks a part of your brain and shit happens because of it. This one happens to be... Monsters are drawn to it instead of yeah. It turns you into a crazy person. Well, I think I think what we what we don't necessarily know where to pot. I'm probably doing it more here than in a category that you guys might be. I hope is all the conspiracy stuff. Okay, I went with a higher. You score know what? Than you Jack, I went with a higher score. Wait, than you, Mark. you know what? You've talked me up. I'm giving it a four. You cool. talked me up. A he point. said I like three things. I gave it a six and a half. So I actually I agree with you that this the reason I gave it a six and a half wow. and not higher was that I do agree with you there was a lot of this is HP Lovecraft via the Wikipedia description of HP Lovecraft. It isn't. It is that. It's saying it's HP At, Lovecraft. Well, but then there are literal parts of it that are the Wikipedia description of an HP Craft. But Lovecraft they are tale. Jack, Jack, when you listen to this, when you're editing, you'll realize that what you're saying and what Jake are saying are the same things, and you're yeah. actually just agreeing with him. I've had a lot of whiskey. Yeah, you're agreeing with me is what's happening. <laughs> However, I think that it is interesting and it's part of the story of this movie that it is bringing in a lot of different, and we talked about this up front, a lot of different things from the American amalgamation of like crazy stories that we have just in the pocket. I liked that. I really did. This is not the most unique movie you'll ever see. No, especially in structure, but there are interesting things going and I got to give another shout out to the friggin' number stations. Those are cool. I like them Those anytime cool. they're in a movie. Those thank you cool. for including it. Six and a half. All right. World building and immersion is our second category. Mark, what's your world building and immersion score? I gave it a six. Are you dying? Why are you grabbing your chest? I think he's having a heart attack. Listeners. <laughs> I am not having a heart attack. He likes the feel of his booby. He does. Yeah. I just like to express myself physically, which is tough to sell to the, to the podcast audience. Uh, I gave immersion a six. I, I think this movie's pretty immersive, and it's actually kind of interesting to weigh in on how you rate this movie when, 
like frankly what happened when i started watching it was as soon as they started referencing all these other like conspiracy theories i immediately googled them so it's sort of like a read-along type adventure and if that takes you out then maybe this should be a lower score but if you like immediately then go to your old beats of looking up mk ultra and operation northwoods and uh, and dmt and operation midnight climax and number stations and you know what the fuck ken kesey did and all this other stuff then you're probably going to be into it but uh, if you're Mark, also then on a second screen, maybe not. I don't know. I could see this going either way. I was pretty into it. One more time with the score. Six. Yeah. Six. I gave it a four. I intellectually understand what you're saying. I struggled a little bit with the pacing. We talked about that a decent amount. Um, yeah. I struggled with Captain Leland Stottlemyre's character not fitting the, the tone of the movie even a little bit. Like, it's it's tough to I watch I think his that name was Thomas Blackburn, just for the record. Okay. Uh, I it's tough to watch that throughout the whole thing and have him be a a, a comedy character in yep. a otherwise serious movie like yep. it does, just, that's eh, that's tough. So, but it is like for for whatever reason it also isn't unwatchable. You're certainly in it. No. Yeah. So four. Yeah. I mean, I should have just jumped in when Mark was talking because same reason, same score as him. Six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly same reasons. Scare factor. So next category, Mark. What are you gonna hit this thing with for scare factor? This one's kind of tough. I, I Look, I gave it a four. It's all jump scares. I feel like this would be kind of scary to people who were a little bit uninitiated to horror. Going back and looking at the freeze frames of the things that are used as jump scares, they're actually pretty good looking. So even if you do linger on them, they, you know, that they're disturbing enough to carry the score. Outside of that, there's really only one other scene that is even remotely scary which i think is the point where she's like trapped in the basement and she has to go up the stairs but the thing's hiding under the stairs but she won't shine her fucking flashlight on it yeah (laughs) i like that scene it's kind of a stupid construction but the way it actually ends up happening is pretty good so better it's it's not quite a true full-on scary movie but i could see how this Mm. would linger with people Mm. sure Mm. uh i i gave it a four um look it's uh not not scary but it's it's certainly not one of the scarier movies you're gonna see. There are a couple of jump scares. It's it's getting this is where the allusions to Lovecraft are huge, and not just the the explicit ones, but just they're borrowing heavily from Lovecraft's lore. And this he does creepy mind fuck shit that works pretty well here. I like this extra dimensional like when a part of your brain is attuned to it. There's demons coming for you. That's scary fucking shit. Uh, it's but it's not particularly well executed upon. It's a four. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys. That last point is what, to me, brings it down from what it otherwise could have been. Like, and we talked about this earlier, too. This is a movie that telegraphs its scares, which is a problem when you are a movie that is a jump scare heavy movie. However, I think that with both of your scores, we're kind of showing the fact that we watch horror movies every week for part of this project that we have going on. And also independent. I gave this a five and a half, and I was tempted Whoa! to give it higher. I think that for I the general that. person, this is probably a pretty scary movie. Jump scares work. We've seen it with the big budget popcorn horror movies that exist out there. And, and I, I think, I think that, we are all on the same page of we don't hate jump scares the way a lot of like people we, in the horror we don't. world the reason, really do. The reason this is not higher is because of the telegraphing. Yes. There were a couple that I do think worked. We mentioned that. I think that this movie, from concept to execution, by and large, is i mean i guess i gave it an average score so it's average 
But I, I think that what you guys didn't give enough credit to, and I want to just pitch really quickly, is if you're a person who's not initiated, I do think this has the potential to scare your balls off. Okay. This is you know not what? a not scary movie. You're The other thing, you're making very good points. I'm not going to change my score because I'm stubborn. But the other scene that does would probably stick with people right. is when they're in the, in the house with Callie and uh, Captain Munnerland or whatever the hell his name is. <sighs> Captain Munderland, <laughs> great football player. I loved him. And the and the thing is like trying to knock down the door. It's right when Callie gets taken or whatever. That whole scene is actually elongated. There's no jump scares. It's just an elongated assault home invasion by an unseen demon. And that actually is pretty creepy in retrospect. So you're right. You're probably right, Jake. It should be a little bit higher than what we're giving it. But you're not going to give it. Cool. No, I'm not because I'm stubborn. <laughs> great. That's going to lead us into our penultimate category, effects or judicious lack thereof, Mark. Jack, I'm interested to see what you're going to give this, because I think we're in disagreement here. I gave it a six and a half. Like I said earlier, if you go back and you look at the parts of this movie that do have effects in it, and you do a freeze frame, in my opinion, they look pretty good. To the point where we're not going to have a shortage of things to post within the, the review of this movie. Sure. Um... Outside of that, it's mostly judicious lack thereof. I mean, you can comment on the sets all you want and whether or not they were just able to stumble upon some sound stages that looked decent. Um, but I, they know, I think decent. in general, this movie looks solid. So it's interesting. I uh, what did you give it? Six and a half. Okay. Uh, it, it it it's interesting. Before we talked about this, I would have given it a lot lower. Um, I do think I was unfairly putting effects score into immersion. And just my issues with the pacing, because you're right, they do things, and those things do work. Like, there's a couple of scenes that look really good, and they do an okay job, with the exceptions of pointing flashlights at everything but what you want to look at, like, avoiding the rest of it. So it's a decent, uh, judicious lack thereof for the rest of it. But I can't give it a super high score. I'm gonna give it a five. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go right down the middle with it. Um... Look, I, I am coming up from what I wanted to give it. I think I was unfairly putting it into uh, uh, immersion before. It's 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 a pacing issue for me. Intellectually, yes, the 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 couple of scenes that look good look good. There isn't that much bad in between, and they do an okay job of hiding it. It's only the fire that looks actively actively bad. Yeah, and fire is really hard to do even for a big budget shit. Just yes, sure, sure. Uh, collectively, you guys have said the things that I was going to say, so I'm not going to take any more time. I gave this a six. In between you two. Okay. Nailed it. Yeah. Overall, Mark, overall this goddamn thing. Five. This is a very slight tilt down from what the average score of my thing is. And I think that's kind of the X factor that we were talking about. Of This is a relatively slow-moving movie. It seems a little unfocused. In general, I think it's actually pretty good. But if I were to really sit down to recommend this, there would be a large, no- there would be a large queue of movies in front of it that I would probably recommend ahead of this thing unless you're really searching out something that's that's unique and keying on government conspiracy theories that this probably has the corner on that but if you're looking just for more general i don't know found footage or i don't know what it's just general supernatural shit it's this is niche and niche i don't know what that word actually is is it niche or either way okay depends on who you are it's cool well it's both then depends on who you are um, and the other thing is that this, I really struggled with the, uh, probably not the acting, but just the ger- general character of Thomas Blackburn for 70% of the fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Look, I gave it a five. For me, that's a little bit of a tilt up, 
But I liked his character. It just didn't fit the movie. But I did enjoy it while it was happening. So it's a little bit of a tilt-up for me. But largely, I completely agree with you, Mark. I gave it a five. I gave it a six and a half, so I guess I'm the highest score. Uh, in general, Mark, I agree with the things that you're saying and I, what I want to key in on because I did give it the best score. I'm just going to transition into the I'm going to have to argue for why you should watch this with your buddies and drink beers. This movie, if you're looking for more of a niche or niche, I guess, sort of thing, it niche? does hit it does hit on that. And I don't want to lose sight of the fact that I think that if you're not quite as initiated, which if you're drinking beers with your buddies and watching horror movies, you're probably not just drinking beers and watching horror movies with buddies who are like really into the genre. You're probably also doing DMT. You're probably also doing that. So perfect fit. It's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> now, if if you're doing that exercise, you're going to be watching it most likely with people who are not the most, not all at least, the most like dead set genre fans. And I think that for those people, this movie is actually going to go a little bit more. It's going to gain a little bit of extra distance rather. I think that there's a bit of scare here that we discounted a bit too much. I tried to bring it back up, but this is not a bad movie by any stretch. I was pleasantly surprised. I think that it's worth seeing. I would recommend this to someone. Mark, to your point, I will say that this is not going to be something that I'd recommend from either like the paranormal territory or the found footage territory. But if you're looking for something a little bit more unique or something that's a bit of a deeper cut, this did it in that regard, for sure. I mean, I to that point, I had never heard of this movie, and I think that I, I think that it was worth watching for sure. So, to that, to that point, the reason we watched this in the first place is because it was a recommendation. So, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Interesting. I feel, I fear, I've talked myself into a corner, and as a result, I'm going to punt it to Jack on this one. Jack, help me on well, drowning. He gave it a lower score. So did we both give it fives? Yeah. Oh, oh shit! I thought you I gave thought, it a lower yeah, score. Okay. Uh, look, the problem with this movie, I'm, I'm coming back to the pacing on this thing. When you're watching a movie with your buddies, you want things that are going to grab you. This movie has a couple of good jump scares, but they're fleeting jump scares that don't last very long. And they're during parts where you might not be paying attention anyway, because it was taking too long to get anything done. So this is, this is a movie where you, if you're watching it with your buddies and drinking beers, you have a very realistic possibility of missing all the good shit it does which is limited to begin with. And it's not a bad movie. I agree with that. But it is a movie where if it didn't have the couple of scenes in which it excels, it would be a bad movie. And you run the very real risk of just absolutely missing those if you're watching it and drinking with your buddies. So I, I'm going to say that because of that risk, it's going to be bad nine times out of ten when you watch yeah. it with your buddies. You're going to miss all the good shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to um, piggyback. This movie lives and dies by the performance of Ted Levine as Thomas Blackburn. Mm. If you like the care, if you can stand his character, then honestly, this is probably going to be a good experience. Within a crowd, you're going to get a mix of people who immediately check out as soon as they see his caricature. And that's, I mean, that's, that's a real what he thing. Is. That is being what he is. said. I this is a problem for my side, but this is actually like a phenomenal uh, movie object. to get drunk and watch with your buddies because like you're just gonna you're gonna talk about conspiracy theories for an evening. That sounds amazing. I want that. <laughs> I for the record, I objected. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the the judge overruled. I think listener who won. <laughs> Jack. Jack won. Just no, Jack, not just Mark. Jack. Not Jack's even Mark. Jack, Mark. Jack's our only Mark listener. He voted, and he says he won. So. Yeah, Shucks. it happened. Jack righted his wrongs from last week. Yeah. 
Exactly. Either either way, though, Ty, I do appreciate the recommendation. I think it's definitely a movie that's worth watching. None of us had seen it. That's a super big rarity here on the A to Z Horrorcast, so appreciate that for sure. Keep giving them when you have them. I think it's time to get out of here. It feels like it. This has been episode 87 of the A to Z Horrorcast. So check out everything we have going on. Head on over to A to Z Horror.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. Those are Facebook. Those are Twitter. Those links are right down there in the description below. If you really want to help the podcast out, go ahead to your podcasting app of choice and uh, give it a like rating or recommendation. Go ahead to your pasta app of choice. I love pasta so much. Mm. (laughs) What's your favorite kind? Ziti. Weird. Peachy. Also, not a thing. No, peachy's a thing. P-I-C-C-I. It's like a thick spaghetti that has, it's hollow. It's really good. I like, I like elbow pasta. You're You're an infant. Infant. Dude, the music's been coming at you delicious. from Super Bear. That's Super Bell Bear spelled Super Bear. The link's down there somewhere. I don't know. Next week, we're going to be checking out a one. much, 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 much older movie. We're checking out the Hammer version. That's 1959 of The Mummy. So until next time, Start get your Brandon buddies. Brandon Fraser. Nope. Not even the guy's name. Get your buddies, Brandon. grab some beers, and go watch that horror movie or some others. Have a great week, everybody. I don't want to fuck off. I want to fuck in. Fuck toward. Fuck on.